0: You're listening to Case 63, a Spotify audio series.
1: This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be
0: October 31st, 2022, 11.55 a.m. I'm recording this to organize my thoughts. I want to make sure to document everything about this strange situation. Making these recordings gives me perspective, makes everything clearer. A few moments ago, I handed in my resignation at the psychiatric unit. It was either that or put myself through an exhausting internal investigation that would have ended my career. Now leaving the office where I've worked for the past 12 years, I feel strangely relieved. This is the last time I'll be in this part of the hospital. My secret garden. Following K-63's logic, if this moment were a vortex, as he calls it, there would be two possible timelines from here. One, where I go home, start looking for a job, and try to get my life together. And another, in which I try to understand how and why his lies have shook me and made me lose my center. (sighs) This morning I had a conversation with Oliver Collins the real Oliver Collins? Turns out he is an amateur science fiction writer, but he isn't our patient. Which means that case 63 has used Mr. Collins' identity to get away from us. If Peter Reuter doesn't exist, and neither does this Oliver Collins who claims he has fooled us, then everything that has happened until now is nothing more than a wild goose chase. He's nobody but that nobody called me. My first reaction was to hang up, but he insisted that I deserved to know the truth. He promised that after we met up, I would never hear from him again. I don't know if it's a good idea, but to be honest, it's been a while since I've been sure about anything. For the record, Dr. Eliza Knight, session number nine, October 31st, 5.30 p.m. The fictitious K-63,
1: extraordinary session. You're still making a habit of recording your life? You got ten minutes. Okay. If I'm not wrong, you're full of questions, Beatrix. I guess I can call you by that name since we're no longer in a doctor-patient relationship. Do
0: you have any idea what you did? What do you want?
1: I know you went to see Oliver Collins. Oh, you've
0: been following me, of
1: course. I know you need an explanation.
0: No. You know... Beatrix. You know what? What, what am
1: I doing? You have to listen to me.
0: What would be the point of listening to you? Getting some new lies to go with your old lies? No. I have no idea who you are, Peter. I don't... I, I, don't, I don't even know if that's your name.
1: Yes, my name is Peter. Well, you
0: fucked up my life, Peter.
1: <clears throat> I was trained to travel back in time. I was trained to alter Marie Baker's Vortex on November 24th, Delta Flight 262 at 5.33pm. I was trained to contact and convince you to help no, me. No, no, please And I was stop, also stop trained to me. have an escape plan. Listen to me. Back I was trained up. to have an escape plan mm-hmm. in case things didn't go well you started to tell people about me. More and more people in this timeline were becoming aware of my presence. You started to invite people to our sessions, suddenly I started to hear hospital workers saying that you believed me. They asked me for winning lottery numbers, a couple of interns knew everything about me and asked what kind of crypto they should buy. (sighs) I knew then that you would put our mission in danger. A lot of people believing in time travel could result entirely by accident in changes, changes that could produce abnormal timelines, parasite timelines, accidental ones, orphaned lines, bad endings where Pegasus goes on forever. I had to resort to the escape plan. In training, they called it the impersonation. Okay, that's enough. Wait, that's... We, we looked for someone from this period who could serve as a front. A science fiction writer, not well-known, a writer from an internet forum, no one famous, and we found Oliver Collins.
0: I don't want to hear this In anymore. the event that Do my we-
1: story was exposed, I needed to discredit you. I had to make it clear that I was lying and that you had fallen into my trap. Ergo, there's no time traveler, just a liar and a bad psychiatrist. Okay, I'm
0: done. I had no, no choice. that's it. It was the uh, best I'm, for I'm, both I'm of leaving. us. I'm leaving. Please, please, Look, just look, stop, wait, 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 look, 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 look.
1: There's a tape recorder in this package, okay? Everything you need to know is in there. Please take it. Thank you.
0: Goodbye, Peter. Goodbye. These are my parents' names and their addresses so that you can write to them and they can meet. Fucking lunatic.
1: I Guess you have a lot of questions. I think the time has come for me to tell you some important things.
0: (sighs) What the fuck am I doing?
1: What I'm about to tell you is complicated, but I'll try to be as clear as possible. In my life, there are two timelines One timeline that I left, the timeline I can't go back to, and this timeline. The timeline where you are listening to this recording where I interrupted your life and changed everything. Here's a strange part. In the original timeline where my wife died from Pegasus, well, I guess I should tell you this, you, you were my wife. You're that woman, and at the same time you aren't. It's complicated. I have to choose my words wisely here. Time travel doesn't exist. What does exist is the ability to jump from one universe to a past point in another universe in 2063 I found myself without anyone in my life really so I signed up to be a time traveler like I mentioned one of the prerequisites for it was to have dreams the Gagne Malay event and I did dream I dreamt of a young woman who lived in a city that was completely unlike the one I lived in When they told me those weren't dreams, they were echoes of a timeline from a different universe, I was shocked to discover that the woman in the other universe, the one I was supposed to make contact with, you, was identical to my recently deceased wife. Time travel involves jumping to another universe, but once you get there, you keep running into the same people who were in the universe you just left behind, although for some reason they're never playing the same roles they were when you knew them. In my original universe, you were a doctor and I was a farmer, and we were married, and you died because of Pexis. In this new universe, here you are again, but you're a psychiatrist, and I was your patient. And in another universe, I die, and you were the time traveler. I I don't know. All I know is that we exist in all universes. Our souls, our identities, they seem to cycle through every universe. In my world, I loved you, Beatrix. We lived together for a long time. We survived the bad times and we enjoyed the good times as well. Objects also repeat themselves. She also had an old wool and fur hat with earmuffs that she loved. She said it was the only thing that kept her ears warm. And she lost it on a trip we took to the Norwegian fjords. And when I watched her die, I hugged her and I told her Don't leave, let's go to the fjords and find your fucking hat. Everything gets scrambled up, locations, characters, it all just keeps rearranging itself. And personally, I don't think that should scare
0: us. No, I think think it should reassure us. (sighs) No, Peter, it doesn't reassure me.
1: Whichever the universe, two beings can migrate and find each other we call it entanglement. In my training, I studied so much about you in this universe. It was an opportunity to reunite with the person I loved, and that's why they chose me, because entanglement had already happened. Sometimes we see someone and, and, and we know we've met them before. In this universe, he, he's a stranger at a table in a cafe. In another universe, he'll be the person you share your life with. Maybe you feel it, that gut feeling that somehow we are destined to be together, but everything is so fragile. By you talking to Oliver Collins, you activated, however unintentionally, a hostile timeline, one where that man following your visit was left unsettled. Don't forget, he's a science fiction writer, and knowing someone has stolen his identity, shot up his fears and paranoias, he started looking into things, and at this moment he could be at the hospital. When he asks to see this impostor, they'll check the hospital security cameras, and pretty soon the manhunt will be on. That doesn't leave us much time.
0: What do you want?
1: I have to catch a flight before that happens. It's all up to you now. You have to take my blood from the hospital and stop Marie Baker. After doing all this, and after you take a moment to visit your sister, who by the by will be delighted to see you, you have to take a flight to Rome on December 31st. When you arrive at the airport, walk to the train station and get on platform 23. I'll be there at 4 p.m. and we will close the Garnier Malay event. In a hotel room, I will show you a drawing of Pegasus so that I can tell you on the second or third day of knowing each other at the hospital that he dreamt it. And you will tell me a private memory so I in the past can tell you what I know. And the next morning I will look at your face in the morning sun and take you to a cafe. And I will dream about that. And that's why, that's why they will choose me to be a time traveler. If this doesn't work and a new inescapable timeline is generated and we don't find each other, Beatrix, you must know that I did not do this for humanity, I don't care about seven billion people. I don't care about the future. I only care about you. I did this because I systematically learned to love you in all the timelines. But the only thing that matters now is that it's all up to you.
0: Case 63, created and written by Julio Rojas, adapted by Mara Vélez-Meléndez, directed by Mimi O'Donnell, starring Julianne Moore and Oscar Isaac, executive produced by Julianne Moore, Oscar Isaac, and Mimi O'Donnell, produced by Katie Pastor, sound design and mix by Armando Serrano and Daniel Brunel, score by Moat.